Welcome to TP Talks, PwC's Global Transfer Pricing Podcast Series. Today's episode will address the ever-increasing data transparency requirements, such as for country-by-country reporting. During this podcast, our distinguished guests will discuss how leading companies are preparing for the data-driven transfer pricing audits to come. My name is Jerry Klopfer. I'm a partner in PwC's Boston office. Joining me on today's episode are Liz Swigert, a partner in our Houston office, and Garrick Robinson, a partner in PwC's Melbourne office. So let's start the discussion. Liz, if I haven't started uh, at all on preparing for my C-by-CR requirement, what would you recommend my top priorities be? Well, the first thing I would do is not waste any time looking for a magic bullet. There is no simple answer to country by country, and there is not a single source technology or software solution that's going to solve the entire challenge for you. The most important thing that you can do if you're a tax director or someone who's been tasked with country by country and you haven't started yet is get out that org chart, roll up your sleeves, and develop your list of constituent entities and the jurisdictions to which they're mapped. So identify where do you need to report? What entities are you going to need to report for? Where are you going to get that information? Do you have notification requirements? That's an incredibly important thing to figure out right now. And then, what's your filing strategy? Are you going to need to take advantage of a secondary mechanism? Do you have enough coverage in the jurisdictions in which you operate such that information sharing will enable you to get your report all the places it's going to need to go? That's the first step. It's developing that strategy, and that begins with identifying where do you need to report and for what entities in the organization do you need to report? Yeah, I think that's critical, Liz. Um, I think once you get that sort of basic framework, you know, decision points done, there really is no avoidance about uh, getting your hands dirty, want of a better term, in the data itself. And I think the first step there is really to go to your chart of accounts at the consolidating level and just see how they line up with the data elements that are defined already in the CBCR form. You know, I don't think you're really going to get a good idea as to just how easy or difficult this process is going to be until you really understand that basic data question. It's going to allow you to get those key obstacles, um, you know, discovered in respect of data sourcing. And I think it's really only from that point that you can start getting the picture of, okay, well, what process do I need to put in place? And, you know, then start thinking about what technologies are going to start helping me on that. That's a, that's a terrific point. You know, I, I can't tell you how many times... You know, uh, you know, clients call and say, well, show us your technology, or they call and say, I've had a vendor in here showing me the technology. I feel like I've got to pick one here so I can get started. And, and as you're saying, Garrick, that's actually, you know, a little bit backwards. Uh, you know, understanding the data environment first is what's critical, and that's going to, you know, imply something um, with respect to the technology. Um, but, but regarding the technology, you know, another point I hear all the time is, uh, well, surely there's some sort of IT easy button, or my IT guys say they can pop this out with no no problem. I don't know, Liz. I'm sure you, you've you've encountered that sort of question uh, in, in the past. Oh, absolutely. The proverbial easy button. The, oh, it's okay. We have a consolidation engine that we use for all of our financial reporting. Everything is there. What people have found is that everything is there. 
But it's at the wrong level of aggregation. It's at the wrong level of consolidation. With country by country, you're being asked to, to do more than just scratch the surface. In many cases, we have to get to a level of granularity in the data that just doesn't exist at the consolidated level in the corporate environment. And so what we're finding is that folks have access to information centrally, but it's already been so aggregated or so consolidated that they can't see at the granular level what they need. And so to go back to source ledgers, that can't be done centrally. It requires actually getting the involvement of local controllership. So on country by country, we're finding that it's more than just IT that's a critical stakeholder for data. Frequently, it's local controllers. It's the owners of the source ledgers that allow us to get the information we need. And on top of that, a lot of the stakeholders and the owners of the information are outside of finance and IT. They are um, the keepers of uh, vital statistics and records on employees. It's where we're getting headcount information. In tax, we tend to be massive downstream consumers of other people's data. And typically, we haven't had a seat at the table in designing that data up front. So we're beholden to others to get us the information we need at the right level of granularity, and then sometimes to go on what feels like a scavenger hunt around the organization to find it. So unfortunately, again, there's just not an easy button for it. Which is a crying shame, of course, Liz, but uh, I think that's the reality. But as you say, you know, it really comes down to data sourcing and, and, and the transformation thereof that's the challenge. And, um, you know, as, as you've described, that data sourcing does have its challenges. In my experience, clients can ultimately do it and um, generally look pretty proud once they have and they take me through where they've got the data and I say, that's fantastic. How do you feel about doing that next year and the year after and the year after? And they start turning a little bit green. So while there's no sort of easy button, there really is a need for some form of automation around that process or it's going to become a costly nightmare each year. And, and you know, as you say, regardless of what IT vendors are saying out there, there is no one-size-fits-all, unfortunately, but there is you know, a great array of product out there and that's really the positive news. But I, I do believe that you can't really have a good understanding about what you need and therefore have an engaging discussion with IT uh, vendors until you do that upfront work. You know, I, I think from a, from a product point of view, some of the really exciting stuff is on that visualisation, that analytical component of it, because it's really you know, giving management a far deeper insight into, into business from the data that you will be pulling out as far as your CBC process. So um, it's really exciting times on that IT front. Yeah, to, I guess, highlight a little bit more of that point on visualization, you know, a lot of clients right now, just because of where they are in the cycle, are focused on data gathering and just presenting the data in the form itself to, for compliance. But once clients get ahead of this and processes get automated more, they can do it up front or more frequently during the year perhaps and with visualization tools draw real insight that might actually uh, allow them to, you know, adjust uh, positions to, to mitigate risk that's exposed through, uh, through the form. The point is none of this is rocket science, so, so clients that have taken a cavalier um, that, uh, of an attitude towards this, it is true that, you know, on the surface, None of it's rocket science. However, it does take, you know, a systematic approach to work through all these foundational things we've been talking about, mapping accounts and constituent entities and understanding the data environment, which, you know, I guess brings me to the next uh, key point here is 
you know, this sounds, you know, inherently cross-functional, certainly accounting, finance, um, IT, and, of course, tax. Liz, I wonder if you could comment a little bit on just what that balance of responsibilities uh, would you expect to see uh, in uh, preparing the C-by-CR? Well, I think there's what I would expect to see and what I would like to see. I mean, in a perfect world, I think we'd all recognize that this is a financial reporting exercise. Nothing about the country-by-country country report calculates tax. It's not a tax exercise. However, because it's associated with the tax return, it is associated with tax, it's going to fall to the tax department. And the truth is that most of us tax people are hyper-curious and hyper-responsible. We want to understand why, and we feel a tremendous responsibility to make sure that everything that is associated with tax is done right and done well. And so I, I think ultimately tax is going to be accountable for CBCR compliance. Now, finance has got a critical role to play. They're responsible for supporting the data gathering and the presentation of the data because, again, so much of it is tied directly to financial reporting. And lastly, the business is going to have to provide input because we have to explain the story that the numbers tell, and we have to make that consistent with our other transfer pricing documentation, the master file, the local file, other information returns that need to be filed that aren't going away. At the end of the day, this is something that the tax department is going to have to ultimately own, and it is a significant undertaking. Even if it's just being prepared for pure compliance purposes, it's quite a bit of work. Yes, I think it's a bit of a sad story for tax people on this front looking to devolve responsibility. Um, but, but to flush that out, I think, you know, what I see is an efficient and a time-effective process. Tax will collaborate with the business to map constituent entities to the country and to define functional profile, etc. Needs to do that. Tax then will work with finance and accounting to map GNL. Uh, finance will e execute the, um, the, the data um, procurement. And then tax, finance and business all come together to, to, um, to tell the story. And so unfortunately the, um, the common thread through each of those steps really is, is tax. They are integral to the process and I think it really makes sense that they take control. Yeah, and, and I mean this can be extended just beyond C by CR, you know, with respect to, you know, wrestling data to the ground, you know, definitely kind of a, a leading practice uh, process uh, flow would uh, would have a little bit more official responsibility for for some of that in the finance and accounting area as opposed to you know tax you know begging borrowing and stealing data so you know hopefully something like C by CR forces organizations to uh, kind of raise that what has historically been I think an issue uh, for tax departments and maybe the silver lining of C by CR might be just kind of more effective collaboration with finance and accounting around the data. All right, the million dollar question. Um, you know, we all love our spreadsheets in, in tax, that's for sure, but uh, I'm wondering if you guys could, uh, could go on record for this uh, controversial question. Do you think there's a role for desktop spreadsheets in the TP department of the future? Is, is Excel dead? Ooh, I love I love a controversial topic. So uh, you know, before I, before I just I respond to that head on, um, you know, when I think about when I think about what are the four elements of an enterprise solution, right? What 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 are the what are the four big things? It's it's workflow, right? I do this, then you do that. 
collaboration, the ability to work together on records, documents, to to have version control, to, to have um, a product that we have all had input into. It's database, right, the ability to collect information and access it in a variety of ways. And then lastly, the ability to interpret all of that. So you've, you've had the workflow, the collaboration, the database captures all of it, then you've got to understand what it means. And that's where you've got visualization and, and multidimensional modeling, reporting, all of those types of solutions. When you think about what, it, what does a spreadsheet do, what should it do? It should give us a way to analyze information on a one-off basis. What we've asked a lot of spreadsheets to do is be databases, and they're not. And so I, I think that there, there is absolutely a role for spreadsheets because spreadsheet tools are valuable. And in the CBCR world, it's a great way to kind of map out and, and start to visualize your strategy and create a prototype that you can use to automate. Going back to Garrick's point earlier, you know, it's one thing to high five when you've finally done your dry run of country by country. It's another thing to make that sustainable year over year such that it's not all falling to one person who is the only one in the organization that knows how to do it. So I, I think that, that Spreadsheets have a vital role, but it's got to be a clearly defined role, and we've got to ask them to do what it is that they're meant to do, not ask them to do something that's far beyond their capabilities. And I think that might be a slow process, Liz, because you know, there are plenty of people out there embracing new tools, but um, I think it is tentative because the spreadsheets have formed the heart of a lot of the analytical and even reporting functions for many years, and, and let's be honest, they've done a serviceable job. The question is whether that can carry through. But, the, the, you know, the reality is that newer calculation and, and the reporting engines are far more transparent, and um, I think that's important for audit trial. Um, I mean, I know I've had a number of instances very recently where in, in internal audit, um, the tax teams have really struggled to try and articulate the process they adopt. You know, for example, pulling together global service charges, generally contained in some massive spreadsheet that perhaps one person or no one really understands. And, Look, in that example, ultimately it did get to the right answer, but it's, it's quite a long and engaged process to try and, you know, prove it. So I think when people start getting familiar with new, you know, technologies, and Liz went through some of them there before in terms of database capability, I think they'll just see how powerful they will be from an extraction, manipulation, and right through to sort of those really funky analytics and reporting tools, then they will start embracing it. So I think the spreadsheet will continue to have a role, but it will be more and more limited as reporting demands and the detail of reporting becomes more important. Yeah, that, that's a point I was going to bring up, just that granularity. You know, I, I think there is a question, is, is Excel, you know, up to the task of the granularity, especially as tax authorities start to embrace some of these visualization technologies. You know, they're, they're going to be sharper and more focused and expect, you know, again, as we said at the outset, you know, data-driven audits. And my, my hope is that there, we see this this transition and, you know, people on all sides become more comfortable with these new technologies. Well, so, so no doubt this is, this is a lot of work, but, you know, as Confucius said, a journey of a thousand miles begins with one step. And I think one of the, the key points we've been trying to make here is there's, you know, a methodical step-by-step -step approach to first lay the foundation and then enable it with technology and give yourself uh, ample time for analysis uh, and, uh, and insight uh, from all this data that uh, you're collecting. Um, and so with that, we're out of time. Uh, I want to thank the panel uh, and thank you all for listening. For those interested in further information, 
please feel free to contact us with your questions. Our email addresses are provided in the description of the podcast episode. Thank you.